Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast, a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. Hear from those who cover the NBA on a daily basis. The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Pelicans podcast. I am Joe Cardosi, joined by the assiduous Jim Eichenhofer. Uh, the grind never stops, my friend. We are uh, we are now 2-1. and one. A lot of people wanted to see the Warriors. A lot of home fans came out, wanted to see the Steph Curry show. Boy, they got a show. Yes, they did. And and uh, you caught me off guard there for a second because I've heard assiduous, but I actually don't think I know the definition <laughs> of that. So if you can enlighten me, yes. that would be great. That's Hopefully it's not for. an insult. Boy, did the uh, did the Golden State Warriors give us some adversity. Um, we, we seem to be hanging in there for a bit, but just too much Steph Curry. 42 points in 30 minutes. The way he started the game out was a bad sign for the Pelicans. <laughs> yeah. I just I just had a bad feeling overall the way that first quarter went, even though I think it was only a two point game at the end of that. But the way he was shooting, I mean it was he just makes it look so easy, which is yeah hard to believe that you can have a forty two point game and and just um all, like almost all on jump shots, all on th- deep threes. He had Pelicans defenders jumping all over the place to try yeah. to contest his shots. So yeah, unfortunately, that was a, a rough night for the Pelicans. And um, after the first two games, it w- it was just totally different than the way that they looked in the first couple. Yeah, absolutely. And and the Warriors will do that to plenty of teams throughout this season. I'm trying not to to get too down on one loss. Sure. Uh, we sort of understand who they are. I'm glad that the uh, eight-year-olds in Warriors jerseys got to uh, enjoy a show, or the 42-year-olds who act like eight-year-olds wearing Warrior jerseys <laughs> that are from here. Uh, but, man, CP3 in the second unit is just almost unfair i wasn't sure how that experiment would go i wasn't honestly sure how much cp3 may have left in the tank mm-hmm. it's not like he's you know uh been just a part-timer on every team he's been on so right. so for him to fill this role it, it, it's almost unfair there's there's basically no drop off yeah i think we saw we talked about this i think on monday's show about what his job description is now yeah. and it seems like he's going to be a perfect fit as far as He's not going to need to score a bunch of points. They're going to he's going to be kind of the table setter, the guy that's going to make sure that they're organized. They get into their offensive sets and he also can still make some jumpers, some mid-range shots here and there. So it was um it was a really good performance by him and I'm sure they're very 
inspired and encouraged by the fact that it looks like their second unit might be a lot better this year, partly because of, or largely because of he was added to it. Yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine how it would be a detriment. At least it would be a steady hand. I just didn't expect him to be that effective that early on, I suppose. Uh, but there's a quick turnaround as in, uh, tonight, the Pelicans will be facing, uh, the Oklahoma city thunder. Do not worry. There's, there's a quick turnaround. You don't get to be sad long. There is gym interviews. There is gym sound. We've got plenty of stuff that he has brought. He has brought us goodies. Yeah. Like the Pelicans, they're off to a good start. They're three and one so far. Their only loss was just like the Pelicans was also to a, a kind of a premier team in the West. Yeah. They got blown out by Denver. On Sunday, you know, Pelicans lost by a good margin to Golden State. So, yeah. very, uh, very similar way that the season's ha- season has started um, for them. A couple of quick uh, Thunder notes. They have two Jalen Williams. The one that is the center from Arkansas that I think some people regionally are familiar with, he's out tonight because of injury. I'll take it. My guy, Kenrich Williams, is also out because of injury. Yeah. Always like to see him yeah. um, do well. So, uh, but unfortunately for him, he's sidelined. Um, and on the Pelican side, Brandon Ingram is questionable as we Ooh. record this yeah. with the right knee soreness that kept him out of the game Monday. So we'll have to monitor that, and mm-hmm. prob- we'll prob- I'm guessing we'll find out maybe like a little bit before tip-off tonight whether he's playing. But those are a few kind of notable names that with injury concerns right now. Do you expect the, the Pelicans to be a little wounded by that loss? I mean, that was a – they got pantsed a little bit in yeah. that game. I think over the last couple of days, I'm sure that they've watched film, and one of the biggest yeah. things that stood out is the rebounding. Rebounding has been a big problem in the last two games. Yeah. We didn't really dwell on it too much in the Knicks game because they won handily. In, right, and it's, but, you know, one game. But after Right, but after you get pounded, um, it was 64-39 to 39 Golden State rebounding mm. in the game Monday, and you lose by that margin. It definitely perks up your interest and wakes you up and says this is something that needs to be addressed. So I think that's a that's a big thing. One thing that's kind of interesting, and granted, a week into the season, the team stats, it's it's kind of dicey of whether you want to read into it or not. But OKC is actually 30th in offensive rebounding. So, I mean, if there's a team where, at least on paper, where you say we need to do better in that category and not allow the other team to get second chances, it's the Thunder. Yeah. Um, both the Pelicans and the Thunder – have been big on fast break so far, both in the top half of the league. Pelicans are sixth in fast break points per game. So, um, couple, those are like team wise, those are a couple things to watch. Yeah. Um, matchup wise, there's a bunch of interesting matchups. I was matchups. about to say, you've got the info, man, the gym folks. Yeah, I have um, on my FanDuel keys to the game, my matchup to watch. I mean, there was a bunch of them I could pick from, but right. I, I went with Jonas Valanciunas versus Chet Holmgren at center. Definitely. Two totally different body types, right. two totally different ends of the spectrum in terms of experience. Jonas is in his 12th year. Chet Holmgren has played four games in the NBA. Vastly different beards as well. Ooh, I didn't think about that yeah. part. That should yeah. have been that should have been in the keys to the game, <laughs> right. but I neglected to include it. So no, right. that's, that's why a, I'm here. <laughs> that's a good point. But yeah, I mean, and then you have the guard situation where you have you know Shea Gildas-Alexander. Yeah. Uh, Josh Giddy is really good player for them, really good passer. And then on the Pelican side, you have C.J. McCollum, Herb Jones, and then Jordan Hawkins started in the game Monday, and obviously I think his role tonight will be will swing a lot based on Ingram's status, so we'll right. have to, to stay tuned and see see what happens with that. And I know people are still uh, maybe a little trepidatious <laughs> to see Jordan Hawkins out there because he's new. Uh, he has been a little streaky, uh, but uh, when you're going to go up against a team where, where you need to space the floor, but especially if you don't have B.I., uh, you got to hope he's having an on-night 
Uh, because, uh, again, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder, a lot of people may forget about them other than the Chet Holmgren fans, I guess, but they're they're not to be overlooked. I feel like they always play us tough. I don't know if it's just a division rivalry thing, but it just seems like no matter what the construction of an OKC team is, they always give us fits. The games in Oklahoma City have been so bizarre and strange over the last couple of years yeah. and had, like, just confounding endings. You had the Devontae Graham 70-foot bank shot at the yep. buzzer to beat them in a game that otherwise would have gone to overtime. Um, there's been a couple other games that have come down to the wire. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure what it is about the games in that arena, but they've been they've been pretty close. Um, it, but like you said, though, they've they've been a tough matchup, and I don't want to bring this up, but I guess I have to. The, the play-in game was the, the thing that nah. – I mean, you had a couple guys for OKC have the best offensive games – of their career or close to them yeah. between Josh Giddy had 31 Lou Dort was making a bunch of threes in that game. And I think he had high twenties. So, I mean, they, they had a couple guys that really stepped up big in that game and, and uh, they ended the Pelican season. So yeah, it's definitely yeah. not a fun matchup. It's definitely a challenge. Jim, I want to get to some of this sound you've got, man, because uh, you are always a busy, busy bee. I know you have been out and about and uh, just tell us what you got for us today, man. Yes, and and by the way, too, before we get into this, I wanted to. I wrote this down. I wanted to mention to you when you you talked about the eight year olds in the Warriors jerseys yeah. and the Curry jerseys at the game. I tweeted this this morning, very early, so people might have missed it. It was eight a.m., which is er, that's a very early for I'll me. Say, usually the Eichenhofer heads are up at six a.m. watching <laughs> the feed, you know, waiting for you. But you know, who no, knows? but uh, I tweeted that there was a kid in the post game TV show. With um, Aaron, uh, not Aaron Hardigan, with Madison Hawk and David Wesley, they were doing their you know post game wrap up, and a kid. There was a guy, o- older older gentleman. Well, I shouldn't say older. He was probably like in his thirties or forties. Gross, old. <laughs> where, <laughs> I'm forty he, something. He, he was holding up a Warriors sign right behind them. This kid, he looked like maybe he was. I would say it maybe in his tweens, maybe like an 11, 10 year old, 12 year old kid. He jumps in front of the guy, holds up a Pelican's shirt yes! and obscures this Warriors fan yes! for a, a solid 10 seconds. Tiny so heroes. Give, give that kid credit, man. Absolutely. You, you did a darn good job. But anyways, I digress. Um, in the, uh, in the clip that we're going to hear, and I, I guess I shouldn't call it a clip. We should call it a full fledged 10 gym minute interview. interview. Yes. A gym <laughs> interview. Um, I talked to Matt Ryan, um, the sharpshooting Matt Ryan, yes, yes, not the PR Matt Ryan, not Absolutely. the former Atlanta Falcons despised quarterback, but yes, um, I, I was actually it was it was you fun talking to him. him. Yeah, yeah, it seems like you schooled him on a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, I did help him out, kind of understand the Jim does. the culture a little bit, and more specifically, understand the the roots of the Matt Ryan despised yeah. in New Orleans story. As you'll hear in the interview, he he definitely didn't have a good feel for that. Still, um, I mean, why he's, are people giving me the thumbs down? Right, when I tell them my name. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, people look at you cross-eyed <laughs> when you say, "I'm my name's Matt Ryan." Yeah. Um, but he, uh, it was funny too. He he kind of explains how he chose number thirty-seven. That was one of the first things I thought when I saw that his first game against Memphis. I was like, <laughs> right. "So where do you come up with thirty-seven from?" That's just not a number you see on the basketball yeah. court. But as he says, um. He had the misfortune of he, he his his favorite number is thirty two, but everywhere he's gone, basically there's been a thirty two. There was uh, Kevin McHale in Boston, Magic Johnson in the La- Lakers retired. Carl Anthony Towns has thirty two in Minnesota currently, and Mister EJ Liddell has thirty two oh. here. So I thought that was pretty interesting, and also just um, his background is so interesting. Um, he came out of college right when COVID hit, or right after COVID or no, right before COVID hit. And 
What he, a young whippersnapper. He um has he did some DoorDash driving and he did a shift at a cemetery. So I mean, I don't know how many NBA players have that background. That might be a Venn diagram that only includes Matt Ryan, yeah. I would think. But and he, me, maybe I haven't done DoorDash, but I but I was a grave digger. Uh, that was my first job uh, back in the day when I was about sixteen or so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I never saw Matt Ryan out there, but I guess we were in different places, different ages. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but you know, good to know he's part of the the fraternity. You know, it's it's a we've all got secret tattoos. It's real cool. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that, that's a Didn't hard living. That. No, it's, it's it's a hard living. I'm 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 glad he was able to make it through and uh, and get on the other side of it. Uh, but this is a this is a great gym interview, a one on one with Matt Ryan. Check this out. So many fun moments in this one. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. With uh, Matt Ryan for the Pelicans podcast, Matt, uh, first I wanted to ask you, um, obviously you signed only a couple days before the regular season here. Um, when you when you made the decision to come here, I mean, w- what went into that? Was part of it, you know, the role that you thought you might have and just the kind of the surrounding players? It seems like this is a good place for a shooter to be. Well, to be honest with you, I had no say in it. Um, I was waived from Minnesota last Friday. And when you get waived, you're on a kind of like a 48-hour um uh, wire claim thing so anybody around the league could claim you on the contract that you're already on and um, so it was Friday I, I think later in the day Saturday um, I had an idea of a few teams that were involved and you know trying to trying to get my uh, my contract so you know I was just super happy that it was here uh, I knew that there was going to be an opportunity right away to come in and uh, potentially make an impact and uh, you know I, I found out Sunday that I was coming here and then I flew in Monday morning and then Wednesday night playing, you know, home opener and, you know, playing 15 minutes, which was great. Um, 
you know, it's been a blessing. You know, not everybody kind of falls into an opportunity like this. So I'm going to keep trying to make the most of it. You've mentioned this already in a couple interviews you've done. Um, but what's the first, you know, week plus been like for you? It seems like um, it, this is a – we've talked about in the past how it seems like a bunch of good dudes. Like what's it been like yeah. for you as, as like off the court? Uh, 100%. You know, the coaching staff has been unbelievable uh, embracing me, treating me like I've been here longer than I have. Uh, but I think that, you know, they have a feel for who I am. Uh, I'm not I'm not a young kid. I'm 26 years old. Uh, I've been playing basketball for 20 years now. So, um, you know, I, I come in every day and, and, you know, put my best foot forward, work hard, uh, pay attention, you know, follow the game plans. So, you know, when you do that, I think it kind of gives the coaches a little bit more trust in you, uh, even though I've only been here. I mean, by the time the first game happened, I was only here for less than 48 hours. But, um, you know, it was – you know, it was a great sign that coach, you know, trusted me and, you know, played me even more last game, even when I was missing shots. But, uh, you know, I'm just working my ass off out there, and, you know, just trying to build. A few background questions. Um, I think a lot of people are curious, where did number 37 come from? That's not a very traditional common basketball number. No, for sure it's not. My whole life I wore 32. Uh, but a couple in the summer of 2021, I signed with Cleveland for the summer league. And uh, I didn't get to pick the jersey number. 37 was given to me and I played well and um, I signed a my first contract was with Denver actually and I just went with 37 and um, you know I signed a I ended up signing a two-way with Boston obviously couldn't get 32 in, in Boston Kevin McHale. Yep, and yeah. then uh, and then I went to the Lakers can't get 32 there <laughs> magic yep. and then I went to Minnesota can't get 32 there Carl oh, yeah, Towns, Towns is wearing yep. that mm-hmm. came here EJ has it so I think I'm I'm almost at that tipping point where I'm going to give up on 32 and just go with 37 <laughs> probably for the rest of my career. Nice, nice. Um, you know, I, I, people have joked a lot about how there's a, actually a PR guy here that's named Matt Ryan with the same yeah. name as you. There's also a kind of infamous quarterback in, in these parts from the Falcons retired quarterback, yeah. um, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Um, have you? I, I don't he, think he's retired. No, he's, 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 he retired? he's a broadcaster now. Oh, he's yeah. done, done? Yeah, he's done. He's officially retired. Yeah, he's retired. Okay, yeah. good for him. I mean, Hell never, of a career. You never know with NFL quarterbacks. They yeah, can always no. come back. I know. You know? I, I see rumors that, you know, some teams might be interested in him. <laughs> I haven't heard that, but, I mean, I'm sure that's possible. Yeah. A lot of guys can play if they're 42 and the teams of like, I remember I mean, hearing hockey quarterbacks who played a 45 right. now. Philip a Rivers Tom Brady, might come yeah. back someday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was wondering if you, um, if you, I mean, you haven't been there this long, but have you gotten a sense from people as far as like, has people joked with you about the, the, the other Matt Ryan? About, so, you know, you know, some friends and family have sent me like a couple of tweets here and there, but to be honest with you and all of, you know, the Pelicans fans, I have no clue the history of Matt Ryan in New Orleans. Like, I yeah. truly have no idea. <laughs> um, but I, I guess I'll learn when people sure. keep telling me, can you, like, what, well, do like, they just play each other a lot? Well, yeah, the Falcons and the Saints are a huge rivalry. Oh, okay. And so, the Fal- like, a historic one. And the, Fa- the Saints had a lot of huge wins against the Falcons. And I think any quarterback for Atlanta will be disliked here. So that's okay. basically what it is. If you hear people say, like, yeah. to you, you and know, Matt I know your name's Matt Ryan, but I like you anyways. That, that's probably what they will mean. For sure. They're, I think the, our official uh, Twitter account put out a tweet during the Memphis game where you had a steal, and they said something like, Matt Ryan creating turnovers yeah, again. Yeah, I saw that. And it, that was what they meant. They yeah, meant like it's like a play ref- on that. Yeah. Referencing Matt Ryan, the quarterback, throwing an interception I against the – Yeah, so if that's a big rivalry, I'm sure there's a lot of hate towards Matt because he was in Atlanta for a long time. Right. 
Um, Damn, so him and Drew Brees must have had some good battles down here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. A um, couple more quick kind yep. of background questions. There's so many like interesting anecdotes from articles that I've seen that are written about you. For example, I'm sure you've been asked about the DoorDash yeah. experience. Uh-huh. That, what was that like, and what, how did that come about? Basically? Yeah, it was just during COVID. Uh, after my fifth year of college, um, twenty it was March 2020 when COVID hit, and you know it affected so many people in different ways. But for me specifically, uh, put a hold on the start of my career. Um, you know, I wasn't a highly touted prospect after my fifth year. I was kind of looking forward to getting some workouts in person and being able to show what I could do in person, but those never happened. And um, so from March 2020 all the way to like January of 2021, so like 10 months, all I was doing was training. Um, like I was in the best shape of my life, but I was home in New York not playing on a team. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I just got bored. I got... I was just like, man, can I make some money? Um, so I had a car. I, I did DoorDash. Um, I haven't really told anybody this, but I really only did DoorDash for like less than a month. <laughs> it wasn't something I was doing for like a long time. Right. I right. did it for less than a month. What I did for a, a little bit longer, like two or three months, was actually working at a cemetery. Mm. And, um, you know, my, my grandparents for a very long time have had a stoning business mm-hmm. where they, they do headstones for mm-hmm. cemeteries. And so, um, you know, through the help of my grandfather, got was able to just get a quick job at a cemetery, like kind of just doing landscaping and helping out wherever they needed me. And that was for a few months. And um, that was into uh, the summer of 2021. And then I locked in on my training. I knew that, you know, I was about to go play. And then eventually went to Cleveland for summer league and then signed at Exhibit 10 with Denver. I actually had that on my list to, to ask you about the graveyard shift that you yeah. worked on because I mean, well the some... shift the shift was 7 a.m to 3 30 okay yeah, yeah it wasn't like an overnight <laughs> overnight was, right right it I'm was sure. me waking up at 5 30 a.m leaving my house at you know 6 15 getting to the cemetery at 6 45 clocking in you know swiping mm-hmm. the, the thing time card yeah time card mm-hmm. and when i started it was like you know 15 degrees out I was wearing layers on layers yeah you know working in the snow and then mm-hmm. it got into the spring got warmer started working on my tan out there uh, but it was long days and then 3 30 would hit you punch out I had my gym bag go straight to the gym for a few hours eat dinner and repeat yeah last thing um it's good to have another upstate New Yorker by the way I'm from Syracuse area well I'm not upstate <laughs> you're upstate. I'm Westchester. I'm right outside the city. But if you're in the city, you think I'm upstate. Too, yeah, so. yeah. I know. I know. A, how, I know how that goes. Everyone has a different definition of yeah. upstate. Some people think anything that's not New York City is it's upstate. upstate no. Some people think that you have to be like west of Albany, maybe. Listen, I, I am downstate. I have trophies from when I was little with downstate New York <laughs> champions on them. I am downstate. <laughs> well, it's too bad you've distanced yourself from from me, but that's okay. <laughs> At least you're still a New Yorker. Um, yeah. I saw. Um, that you played AAU basketball with Donovan Mitchell too. That was something that uh, was part of your background. How did you? How did you? So you're upstate, downstate New York guy. Yeah. And you end up. And you end up at Notre Dame and, and that kind of thing. How did? How did like the beginning of your college career start as far as your recruitment and stuff like that? I mean, I was highly recruited. Um, played. I mean, I played AAU with Donovan when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went to high school. My high school teammate was Ty Jerome, who's now playing with Donovan in Cleveland. Yeah. He was my point guard in high school. Um, but, you know, ever since the end of my freshman year, I was highly recruited. Um, 
you know, I was considering Notre Dame, Duke, North Carolina. I was getting recruited by Kentucky, uh, Stanford, Michigan. I mean, it was it was crazy. It was all, all the high majors, and I uh, I had an injury my junior year of high school, and Notre Dame kind of continued to recruit me the hardest, and I, I I committed to them at the end of my junior year to just lock in my spot. I didn't want to lose an opportunity to go there. You know, I, I love Notre Dame, and the tradition and, and the uh, the environment over there. So I committed to Notre Dame. You know, it didn't work out. Uh, transferred to Vanderbilt, had to sit out. Got to play my senior year. We had a terrible year. Coach Bryce Drew gets fired. So I graduated from Vanderbilt. I did a grad transfer year at Chattanooga. And uh, and then COVID hit, and here we are. You mentioned a lot of, like, top academic schools. Were you always, yeah. like, was that yeah. big for you always? Like, for sure. School? Yeah. For sure, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I went to a good academic high school. My mom was a high school math teacher for 35 years. Uh, you know, the MBA was never a guarantee, so I wanted to make sure I had a good degree. You know, even when I was transferring from uh, Notre Dame, um, you know, I, I was really only considering like Vanderbilt, Georgetown, and I think maybe Cal Berkeley was up there, but it was really like uh, Vanderbilt and Georgetown, and uh, you know, I ended up choosing Vanderbilt. Great stuff there from Matt Ryan, learning as everyone does uh, from Mr. Jim Eichenhofer. Uh, so, so weird to hear him talk about being like a a savvy vet when he's so young. I don't know if you know this about me, Jim, but my hip dissolved this morning. I'm so old. <laughs> Every day I wake up, I'm afraid I quantum leaped into a corpse. Uh, but good for him, feeling young, feeling vital. And uh, it, it seems like he's going to bring an extra little dynamic to this team that not a lot of Pelicans fans were expecting when they first saw it. Yes, and he was a little uh, combative. I don't know what the word yeah, is for man. when I brought up the part about him being an upstate New Yorker. What's up with that? He was... Yeah, he 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 blocked that away, hmm. like you know Jonas Valanciunas in the paint. Yeah, he acts like you came from like where the hills have eyes came from or something. <laughs> like you're not a hillbilly. Like yeah, he didn't come in with like a you know two sticks and try to interview him <laughs> with one of them. Like you, you're you're a, you're a you're a learned, uh, well-rounded yeah, so man. I, I would like to consider myself an educated person, but but you know what? Um, but you are this, wearing a shirt, which makes you 007 in upstate New York, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. You're basically James Oh, Bond. boy. Oh, oh, boy. No, it, it is interesting. I'm sure not many people know this outside of the Northeast or specifically New York State, but there is kind of a funny dynamic between people from New York City and the rest of the state. Yeah. I don't know if we necessarily see eye to eye too often. People I, in New York City act like they're surrounded by vast wilderness, <laughs> even though there are like yes. 200,000 people in the town next right, to it, whatever. Right, yeah. It, it's funny. Yeah, so... It's funny when I was in college, I went I went to college about an hour from where I grew up, which is kind of in the Syracuse area to not get too complicated for people that don't <laughs> yeah. know New York geography, but it's very upstate where I went to college and I went to school with a lot of New York City people and I remember one guy specifically called me a hick because <laughs> and cuz he and he was making fun of my accent and I was like he was like, you don't have an accent. Right. Imagine me coming from Tarrant, Alabama. If they'd, they'd have heard me, they'd have just called the cops or something, <laughs> I feel like. That's that's incredible. And what was even funnier when about him calling me a hick is he <laughs> he called me in his New York City accent. So he was like, he was like, I knew you was from around here when I heard you talking with a hick accent. Yeah, you talk funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it's, uh, it, look, you're well, okay. We're going to have man. to work this out between Matt Ryan and I, though. I think we'll, we'll come to 
agreement here. We'll yeah. th- we'll get past the fact that she'll put a soup kind of martini looked- <laughs> next time. You know, maybe I'll dazzle. Yeah, I I, th- I think we'll 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 get beyond this. The fact that he kind of <laughs> looks down on me, but that's okay. That's now, okay. That- I can. It won't bother me too much. It, it's only a matter of time before he gets indoctrinated into the system and he realizes Jim Eichenhofer is the centerpiece of this organization. <laughs> uh, he's going to come around. Uh, Jim, yes. it is uh, it is Wednesday, which can mean only one thing. Western Conference Wednesday. And uh, boy, we've got a lot to look at. Uh, the games tonight, the Western Conference in general. Put it together for us, my friend. Yeah, I wanted to talk, kind of start by talking about kind of a big picture thing. We talked about throughout the offseason that the Western Conference is going to be very deep. And it's not just us. It was everyone saying that, sure. that, you know, one through 15, it's going to be a tall order from an, on a nightly basis. And it might still be that. But I think one of the things that's been interesting takeaway from the first week of the season is there's four teams that finished 12th through 15th last year. Dallas finished 11th. It was a shocker that they didn't even make the play in yeah. tournament with Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. The group of four beyond them includes Utah, San Antonio, Portland, and Houston. That that group, I think everyone thought that that all of those teams would be at least a little bit more competitive, some more than others. Right. Those four are 4 and 11 so far. So, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Yes. We've seen I think one of the biggest lessons from last season was that you can't go too far into whatever happens in the first month of the season. Yeah. I mean, looking at the Pelicans and also looking at teams like the Lakers that started off terribly and then ended up with in the Western Conference Finals. Right. But I do think that there's some thinking based on the results so far that maybe some of those teams are are going to struggle throughout the season, whether it's Fingers because of, of right exactly that's what we hope for. Yeah. Um, based on youth or just based on you know whatever additions they made aren't going to be enough to jump them from the bottom part of the West. Well, the margin higher. of error in terms of the West is so hard to allow for the growing pains of a developing team right now. Right. So it's hard good, to very be point. you know getting mm-hmm. into that groove because there's almost no slate you look at where you're like okay we can find ourselves mm-hmm. here okay we we can get our offense uh, going here it's 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 really hard to pick your spot and, and I think very specific to that point, you could actually improve a lot. You Just to take Houston, for example, they could be a lot better on paper this year. They could be a lot better team, but just because you have more talent doesn't mean that you're going to win more games right. because um, the, the competition is so good that yeah, top 11 choice. is just really difficult and formidable. So just something that I kind of have my eyes on. Yep. Um, of that four teams that I listed, the Spurs are 2-2. Two and two. So they they've been pretty. That's pretty good. Um, they, it was a miracle that they won at Phoenix last yeah. night. So they had a crazy comeback in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, they would have been four and or one and three. Um, but uh, those other teams that I listed, though, I, I, are you know a lot of it is you look at their schedule and it's like, yeah, they might be one and three or zero oh and three, but they've played all good teams. So yeah. um, it's, it's also dangerous for Pelicans fans who may be schedule watching and looking at wins and losses of, of teams coming in. If they're a little bit passive and they're in their fandom and they don't know, okay, maybe that team's a, Oh, maybe they're, they're, they're coming in here. We're going to stomp them. Right. It, it's not that easy. You need it's, to bring it every night. Yes. As I a mean, fan, you cannot relax as a fan. You cannot mm-hmm. relax as the Pelicans. Doesn't matter uh, how much uh, a team may have been beaten by the night before. You never know if they're going to want to have a little something extra for you coming off a, a loss. Uh, and again, this, this Western conference is just so, such a bear. We're going to be talking about it all season long because, of course, we're going to be trying to navigate our way through that Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like if we can make it through, at least make it into the tournament, uh, th- that's going to go a long way, as stacked as this division is, in terms of Pelicans fans feeling good about this roster moving forward, hopefully. Yeah, and you know, last week I talked about um, my team to watch on Western Conference Wednesday was Oklahoma City. I mean, part of why I picked them is because 
They finished very similarly to the Pelicans in the standings the year before. Yeah. They played each other in the play-in game. Don't want to bring that up again, but I just did. Um, they actually, I think to me, they got off to a good start. And I think a lot of people expected that. Oklahoma City went 3-1 and one last week. They won at Chicago. They won at Cleveland. Very good team. They beat Detroit in Oklahoma City on Monday. Their only loss was the blowout to Denver that I mentioned. Oh, yeah. so, but still, very good, encouraging start for them. I do think that they're going to be a team that potentially we're looking at in the standings constantly this year because yeah. the Pelicans are near them. Which brings me to my team to watch this week. Yes. Very similar kind of theme. I'm, my, my team to watch is the Timberwolves. Um, they finished almost exactly with the same spot as the Pelicans last year. Yeah. They were the eighth seed. The Pelicans were the ninth seed. It came down to the last day of the season. So, yeah. again, we're, we're talking about a team that – could be neck and neck with New Orleans throughout the entire season. Um, but beyond that, part of why I picked Minnesota for this week is their slate is very interesting. They play Denver in Minnesota tonight. Then they, they're um, at Utah – or no, home against Utah on Saturday and then home against Boston on Monday. So you're talking about Denver, a team that won the championship – Last year, Boston on Monday, a team that a lot of people think might be able to go to the finals this year after they were there uh, two seasons ago. And then coincidentally, or maybe not, they (laughs) next Wednesday, they actually host the Pelicans in Minnesota. So very similar team. Uh, They're off to a one and two start. I think there's been some discouraging aspects of their beginning part of the season. They lost their opener to the Raptors. Um, it's been very up and down so far. They beat Miami, but the Heat had a bunch of guys out, including Jimmy Butler, rested. That's a good call. So that's a team, I, I think, when we come back in seven days, and it's another Western Conference Wednesday, I'll be really curious to see what their record is yep. based on the schedule that they have coming up. Big thanks to Mr. Jim Eichenhofer, as always. Great sound, great interview with Matt Ryan uh, and the Jimfo that you need. Uh, give him a follow on Twitter at Jim underscore Eichenhofer. And uh, give us a listen on Friday. We will have much more for you. So, until then, that is Mr. Jim Eikenhofer. I am Joe Cardosi. And until then, go Pels! Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Join us three times per week on pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 